Welcome to Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras. I'm Ben Collins. Show notes and other details on this podcast can be found on the net at puja.net, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. This podcast presents stories from the Vedic tradition of India, followed by some traditional Vedic chanting. Today we're going to look at Lalita Pancharatnam, which was composed by Shankara, one of the greatest saints and philosophers in the Vedic tradition. He's often known as Adi Shankara because he was the first Adi in a long line of teachers known as Shankaracharyas who are respected spiritual leaders in India today, well over a thousand years after the time of Shankara. Shankara was well known for his deep philosophical teachings uh, and many commentaries on traditional Vedic literature. Personally, my favorites are his devotional works, particularly those devoted to the goddesses like Anapurna Stotram, Kanakadara Stotram, Meenakshi Stotram, and many, many others that we will present in future episodes of this podcast. But Shankara was not always devoted to the goddesses, and by tradition, the goddess is the source of motive power in the universe. The god creates, and the goddess animates. But in his earlier years, he was largely dismissive of the role of the goddess, and taught that the worship of gods alone was necessary for enlightenment and liberation. But one day the goddesses decided to teach him a lesson. He was walking along, alone, on a path, and suddenly he felt all his life energy, known in Sanskrit as Shakti, leave his body. He lay on the ground, fully alert, alive, but helpless and unable to move. As he lay there, a young girl walked up to him and with a smile asked what was wrong. Shankara tried to move his lips to speak, but couldn't get a word out. The girl leaned closer and asked again, What's wrong? He still couldn't answer. So she knelt next to him and moved her ear closer and asked, What did you say? With all his effort, Shankara managed to whisper, I have no Shakti. The young girl stood up and with a knowing glance said, That's right. Let this be a lesson to you. She then turned into her true form as mother of the universe and disappeared. From that day onward, Shankara was a great devotee and wrote many beautiful songs for the different forms of the goddess. Today we're going to listen to Lalita Pancharatnam, five verses in praise of the most beautiful form of the divine feminine, Lalita Devi. It's worth mentioning that English translations of Sanskrit are woefully inadequate. Sanskrit is a wonderful multidimensional language and most of its layered beauty is absolutely impossible to recreate in English. Sanskrit also has the power of mantra, meaning that there's a close connection between nama, or the name or word form of an object, and rupa, the actual form or reality of an object. In other words, the repetition of a mantra gradually allows the reality of that form to dawn in your awareness. In the case of spiritual pursuits, the divine reality is eventually revealed from within your own consciousness through continued use of mantras. So these stotras in praise of the goddess may seem at first to be an endless and almost boring repetition of similar traits. However, in fact, the pundit or the rishi is actually capturing the essence of his perception or experience in words that, with practice, would recreate that reality in your own awareness. That is what a mantra does. So a stotra is inspirational on one level of meaning and developmental on the spiritual level of mantra. And that's why most stotras conclude with a verse that reminds the reader of the benefits that are gained from memorization and practice. 
So here's a rough translation of these five verses, which contain beautiful descriptions of the goddess Lalita. At dawn I meditate on the smiling face of Lalita, who has lips resembling the bimba fruit, a slender nose decorated with a large pearl, graceful ears with earrings, and a delicate bindi. At dawn I perceive her graceful vine-like arms and her delicate fingers luminous with gem-laden rings and bangles. She holds a sugar cane, a bow, flower, arrows, and a mace. At dawn I bow to the lotus feet of Lalita Devi, fulfiller of the wishes of her devotees, she who helps us cross the ocean of samsara, worldly existence, she who is lavishly decorated and who is worshipped by Brahma the Creator and all the other gods. At dawn I sing the praise of Lalita, Bhavani, who is known through the wisdom of the Upanishads. She is full of mercy, the prime cause of creation, protection, and destruction of the universe. She is beyond comprehension, beyond the Vedas, beyond speech, and beyond the mind. Lalita, at dawn I recite your names, Kameshwari, the goddess of desire, Kamala, the lotus, Maheshwari, the goddess of all goddesses, Shambhavi, the consort of Shambhu or Shiva, Jagatam Janani, the mother of the universe, Vak Devata, Saraswati, the goddess of speech, and Para, she who transcends all, and Tripureshwari, the goddess of the three worlds. Those who recited Don these five melodious verses in praise of Lalita is soon blessed with her presence, along with education, wealth, health, and fame. That's the end of the translation, and now here is Lalita Pancharatna.